All right, so at this time, we're going to turn it over to Jeff, and we're going to have our favorites and testimonies. Uh, why don't you do one song? Let's do one song. Okay. Um, first hand up. Who has a favorite song? Him. Okay. Rick? Or Rich? Rick? Whatever your name is. What's that? His robes for mine. Da, 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 da. Anyone can find the number faster than me? Yell it out, please. 279. Gonna have to use your hymnals tonight. Our uh, PowerPoint, it's great having PowerPoint up, up here so you can read the words up here, but it's not smart enough to know what songs you're going to pick. His robes for mine. Let's just sing the first and last verse. Okay, we have a microphone. Mr. Travis back here is going to run around with it. If anyone would like to kick off the testimonies. Janine Maddish had her first hand up. Here's the mic for you. I had it up for the song, but that's okay. I can give the testimony. Oh, is it for the next song? <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm just um, so glad that when we went on our, our cruise to Alaska, I met a girl from... Um, now I can't even think. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, a lady that worked on, on the cruise line, and she's from Ukraine, and her family is still there. Uh, she's not married, but her um, father and mother and brothers and sisters are all, all still in Ukraine, in Kiev. And that's where a lot of the bombing was going on for a while. But so far, her family and the house that they had are, is still okay. 
But um, I gave her some tracts for her to read, and I just uh, pray for her salvation and um, <clears throat> that uh, her family will stay safe in Ukraine. Anyway, I gave her um, my phone number and address if she wanted to talk. She hasn't contacted me yet, but I'm sure she's busy on the ship. But anyway, if you think about it, why pray for her? Her name is um, uh, Marina, M-A-R-Y-N-A. Thank you. Okay, what was the song you were going to pick? Heaven came down and glory filled my soul. 366. A second to get there. 366. First and last. care to have a praise or a testimony at this time. Don't be bashful. Pastor? Okay. Um, five years ago on Father's Day, five years ago was June 11th, uh, Pastor Hallberg had called me up um, early in May and said, hey, would you be willing to come and preach for me on Father's Day? I want to get away 
And uh, as you know, the church is looking for a pastor, and I want to sneak you in uh, before the pulpit committee gets a chance to call other people. So he did that. But uh, that showed up on my Facebook feed um, this week that it was five years ago that uh, last Sunday was my last Sunday in my previous church after having been there 20 years. Um, Folks, that was like a death to me to leave that ministry. Uh, You start a, a, a great work of God when there were five people in that church and watch God build it and uh, put it in its building and see souls saved through the years and you have very strong friendships. Um, That was a lot of stress and that was a lot of anguish to leave that. Not knowing where I would go, um, one of my mentors in South Carolina always told me, he said, if you ever change a ministry, he said, you don't jump out of the airplane without a parachute. I didn't listen. I jumped, all right, just knowing that that was the will of God. And so as we were looking for ministries, uh, we were looking all the way from Winter, Maine. How do you like that? Wouldn't that be funny if Pastor Snow went to Winter, Maine? Um, I praise the Lord, I didn't end up there. And um, then back here to California, but uh, we put our house up on the market and we sold it. And my mother had just passed away, so we stayed with my dad for just a few months, uh, thinking that he would need the encouragement is grieving. Uh, come to find out, I was the horrible son. Uh, he had been grieving two years before that because uh, my mom had dementia and he lost her a couple of years before that. And I don't know that any of us kids really did a good job in caring for him as grieving. And um, then uh, trying to help him around the house. Uh, he's, uh, you know, 85 at the time and the roof was leaking and I kind of scolded him, don't you get up there and get on that roof and, you know, I'm out in California candidating, don't you do that. And he looked at me and said, son, I'm not an invalid. (laughs) So in his mind, he was still young and he was going to get up there and fix that roof. And so those were were hard times to even leave my father. But, you know, it was very interesting. The the whole time I was out without a pastor, I preached every other week and thinking, well, when's the Lord going to let me preach again? When am I going to be used of the Lord again? And so I preached in uh, Iowa. I preached in Illinois, preached in California, um, just all over the place that God would would have me. And so I was just so blessed uh, during that time of transition uh, to really grow uh, as a Christian in my faith and trusting God and what he would do. And um, so we had candidated in a great church in St. Louis. And uh, my wife had her hopes on California always, so you can thank her that we're back here. But uh, I was excited about that ministry. And uh, the vote came back, and it was um, a rejection by one vote. And so I was like, okay, Lord, well, what do you want us to do? And my wife was crying, and she said, I'm so glad that we're not going to Illinois. And she's like, I have been praying for California and that Friday before they uh, voted on us, uh, Calvary here called us to come out and candidate. And so we're so thankful to be here. Uh, This is a great uh, church. It's a healthy place to be. Um, And so I have grown as a Christian and as a pastor here. And I wanna thank you for helping me grow in the time of transition for you as well as me. Uh, It's hard for you to get used to a new pastor. I know Pastor Dean and uh, Pastor Ball and um, some of the other pastors, you were really in love with them. Lord willing, in the years to come, you'll look back and say that about me too, right? Um, But um, 
So it's a time of adjustment and time of growth, but I would just like to also say that I thank the Lord for the recovery of my health. You know, I've had a few challenges since I've been here. Uh, I missed a month to gallbladder surgery, and then I missed uh, four or five months to a stroke, and then uh, ended up in that heart flutter. Uh, didn't miss the work, but just walking around as a zombie and in a fog bank and tired. And so I praise the Lord for recovery of health, and so I, I feel like I've got a lot of um, strength and energy back, and God's uh, really working in my life. And uh, I'm excited about what God is doing here at Calvary. And just to see the different people that were here today in the morning service, some new faces, and um, to see what God is doing in Sunday school this morning. We had six kids, and that was exciting. And um, so, yeah, what, what a blessing. God's doing uh, a good work here. And so let's just keep plotting the course forward. And by God's grace, we'll just see him continue to build upon the great people that are already here. And uh, we'll have more and more great people. So keep praying, and thank you for being a great church family and for uh, bringing Janice and uh, our family into uh, your family. And one last thing, praise God, we're finally empty nesters. All right, so uh, at least for a few weeks. So Abby will come back uh, for about five weeks, and then uh, she'll be back in Michigan after that. But we'll, we'll finally be empty nesters permanently. Um, and so that will be exciting. Well, maybe I shouldn't count on that. But anyway, we'll just rejoice on the empty nester days that we do have. The great state of Michigan. <laughs> Are you ready? Kate has a special for us tonight. She brought out her violin. Is it something we can find in our hymnal? Not a known one? Okay. If you could at this time. What's that? You don't have a special? What's the violin for? Oh, just to play along with us? Oh, I'm sorry. It's still special. Favorites. One. Bernadette. <laughs> 554. Come now, fount of every blessing. If you like, please stand. Stretch your legs a little bit. Sing out a little bit louder. mentioned earlier the caveat that if you pick a hymn that I do not know you will have to come up here and lead it <laughs> just kidding
Okay, next. Who's next? Pastor, you had one. 409. Very powerful engine back in the day. As a deer. One of our favorites. seated. We have any other praises, testimonies, things that God has done in your life recently? Okay, I'll go ahead. Learned it? <laughs> I sound pretty loud. No. <laughs> um, I'm just reminded of how God promises um, all things work together for those who love the Lord. Uh, a couple years back now, uh, since COVID, we were hit with uh, a lot of changes in the school. Our teachers had to pick up the slack and learn a whole lot of different things with just a two-week transition, which I thought was miraculous by itself. Um, and then having that happen, we got a flood of calls for people wanting uh, to come to the school and see the school and enroll their kids. And my thought is, oh no, here comes everybody who doesn't want to be in the public schools because of COVID. But it wasn't really for us to decide what the reasons were for. God knew, he brought them. And uh, the wonderful thing about all this through it is not only did we learn a lot through it, our teachers had to learn how to teach outside the box, but we actually kept uh, the majority of all these families that brought them due to COVID, which is great because it's just a testimony of our staff and our teachers how they weren't anxious to go back. They were satisfied with the education. They were satisfied with having their kids in Christian school. And I think that's truly all to the glory of God. Thank you. I have one you might think a, a little different, but if you know me at all, you won't, probably won't be surprised. But um, I was thinking about our weather recently. I was talking to Richard about, about it and uh, talked to a lot of people. 
like uh, uh, some of you, we do not have air conditioning here in Hollister because we have our natural air conditioning. And I tell people that we only have maybe six to ten days during the summer where it's really you would really want air conditioning because, like clockwork, every afternoon our breeze comes through, and it's a it's a matter of geography. Um, I feel blessed to have landed in Hollister because when um, we lived in Sunnyvale, uh, my work moved to Morgan Hill, and we had a three-year-old at the time, and uh, we wanted to, we, we were ready to buy a house, but we couldn't afford Morgan Hill, so I remember driving through little old Hollister and Boy Scouts, going to the Pinnacles to go camping, yeah, let's go look in that town, and we ended up here, but the matter of geology, geography, whatever you want to call it, we've got this perfect condition here. People think, oh, Hollister, it must be really hot there, like Central Valley. Well, yeah, I can get hot here during the day, right? But we've got this ocean right here, natural wind and and currents, tide is part of the tides and everything else, all God's plan, blows right through the Pajaro River Valley and has to get through here to go out Pacheco Pass and blows our heat out every day. It's a, it's a wonderful blessing, and, and we just have to thank God for the laws of physics that he put into place uh, uh, to make that happen. And kind of in addition, this is a completely different note, but still when I mentioned the laws of physics, it wasn't until I got into electronics. You think about music, okay? The, the, the songs we sing, the hymns, you've got um, octaves, octets, you've got uh, harmonics, you double the frequency of a, a sound, it's, that's second harmonic, and et cetera. It can go on up, and you have subharmonics, and you have... Some people can't keep harmony. <laughs> but now that I've gotten into electronics, I realize those laws of physics that we hear with our ears and sing and enjoy in music extend on up through the frequencies. It's not just the, the audible sound you hear coming out of speakers. This goes up into the gigahertz and beyond in our radio signals and everything else. All those laws of physics that we deal with in music just extend far beyond that. And it's, God put it into place because somebody had to put physics into place, the, the laws we deal with. Gravity didn't happen by accident. Neither did sound, neither did uh, electronics. We, don't, we haven't found the limit of those laws of physics yet. We just can't get up that fast. We're running into technical limitations. Okay, another hymn? Anyone? Oh, Don? What's it called? Louder? 289. If this is one I know. Could you play that through for me?
Okay, we'll sing the first and the last. We'll learn it on the first, and hopefully we'll do a lot better on the last. Ready? Oh, sacred head now wounded, with grief and shame weighed down, now scornfully surrounded, with thorns I sounds a little gothic, but very pretty tune. Thanks for bringing that up. Anyone else? Otherwise, we're going to have to go to number 11. I sing the mighty power. I sing the mighty Power of God that made the mountains rise, that spread the flowing seas abroad, and build the lofty skies. I sing the wisdom that ordained the sun to rule the day. The moon shines full at his command. don't think just because we're having a time of uh, testimony and favorite hymns tonight that that means you must pick a song or you must stand up and talk in front of everybody. I know some people just aren't comfortable with that, and that's fine. But if you have something on your heart you would like to share with us right now, now's a good time to spit it out. Rick, here comes the mic. 
Thank you, Travis. So um, this is a good time of the year to uh, mention this particular blessing from the Lord. Um, so we're heading into a new school year. And, uh, so we've had on our hearts for the Lord to uh, supply needs. Our biggest need is um, employees. In fact, that's the biggest prayer request probably going forward from here. So if you're praying for the school ministry, it's really hard to teach children without a teacher. So now if you don't understand that, see Travis, he'll explain it to you. <laughs> but it was just drawing to mind this, that um, over the years, one thing that's encouraged uh, myself, my own uh, faith, is to see that the Lord provides. Um, I don't want to be in this. Uh, of course, I think everyone in here knows I work in the school. I'm looking around. I think so. Anyways, I don't want to be in this job um, if it's not, if the Lord's not in it, because uh, there's not really much point. I could be making a lot more money somewhere else. I'm convinced of that. That wouldn't be that hard um, to do. Um, if all we're doing is in our own strength well Jesus tells us that you know in John 15 without me you can do nothing so if we don't have Christ in it then we're just spinning our wheels and doing this in our own strength and nothing really comes of it um, so I'm not personally interested in that I'd like to see the Lord work I'd like to see him answer prayer I'd like to see him uh, fulfill his promises that he's had and so I've been encouraged that I can see that over the years now I'm not a diary person. Sometimes I wish I was a diary person. Um, especially on this particular issue, I, I wish I had a journal um, where I could go back and read the, the specific times that I know I've had in my mind, my memories fading on many of them. But for example, our school's gone through lots of ups and downs in enrollment. Now, to me, I'm, I'm not interested in a particular enrollment number. I'm interested in the Lord prospering us in the ministry. But the practical side of it is sometimes enrollment, you, you need that in order to pay the bills. But um, we've had times where the school is uh, much higher than it is now. Um, not double, but close to double than where we're at right now. And we've had times where it's much lower, so it's gone up and down. Um, I didn't take over as principal until 2010, I think. Um, so uh, maybe 2009, somewhere in that range. And so we were, we were in a downturn at that time. And I remember sitting over in my office, um, you know, and praying to the Lord, basically just show us how to do this. Uh, because when you're dropping an enrollment, you can't afford to hire as many teachers, but you still got kids to teach. We're a K through 12 school. What are we supposed to do if we drop down? We dropped down, by the way, into the high 20s at one point. That's interesting to function as a K through 12 school when you have less than 30 students. Um, there are ways to do it. Um, some of the main ways that I'm familiar with, I wasn't really that excited about going those routes. Um, some of them are some independent study routes. Um, but just asking the Lord, show me. And he showed me. Um, in fact, through our um, Precept Marketing is the marketing company, their representative who represents a number of things. Um, just was asking me and just we're kind of chatting he just dropped by see how things are going and 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 I think he perceived that we had certain needs along these lines and so he presented to us the, the um, a little bit more about the Bob Jones video system that we eventually started using it was a way to have well-prepared lessons by qualified teachers 
uh, in a budget that we could actually afford and have. And at that point, it got down to Debbie Reed and I. We were the only two paid staff um, in the school. And so she was managing the, the sixth grade and younger, and I was managing seventh grade and older. And between the two of us, we had two learning areas. But that's just one example. I remember prior to that, we had one year where we were looking at quite a large deficit. I, f I forget what the year was going to be, $70,000 deficit or some such thing. And the Lord, that year and that year alone, he chose to um, get, have a lot of gifts through either fundraising or gifts given to the school. I, I remember one was um, in memory of Will and Shirley Leonard. I think it was in Will's memory, um, a large gift where they just deferred you know, say in, in memory, give gifts to the, the school. And I think that was about $20,000 if I remember it's right. Um, but that combined with others, I forget how much we brought in that year. That's where the memory's fading. I, I think it was somewhere 70 to $120,000 came in. Um, it covered what we, you know, were gonna shortfall. Um, but he never did that after that. Um, one thing I've um, noticed, I think the Lord, um, he, he, he wants us to walk by faith. By the way, I'm not sure if that advice was the best advice. Sometimes the Lord wants you to step out by faith. Well, he did with Abraham. I'll show you later where you're going to go. You get going, and then I'll show you where, where you're going to end up. So I think sometimes that's the way the Lord leads. Uh, sometimes he tells you ahead of time, but sometimes not. I, I, feel, I find more often than he doesn't. Um, I kind of like that if he gave me a little roadmap, but he doesn't always do that. So... Um, He's frequently not answered how I thought he would answer or in the way that I would like him to answer. Um, I'd like everything kind of all laid out nice and neat in, in my mind, whatever the ideal is, and he doesn't always do it that way. Um, but he just provides year after year um, in various ways, not always the way I imagine, but always, always providing what's needed. And um, so I'm, I'm thankful for that. So I want to uh, give God the glory. Um, if, if we don't give the God glory, um, God's probably going to stop doing those types of things. If we steal the glory for ourselves. And, and, and literally, and I'm not saying this to you know, false modesty or anything, but I don't really think there's a lot that I've done. I just, Lord shows me the answer. I do what he shows me to do. And I think the other staff, same way. We just try to be faithful in what we're doing, but um, God is directing these things. But uh, anyways, it's been a big faith builder uh, for me, because uh, I, I see God answer prayer. Um, so there is a God, he's real, and he answers the prayer of those who walk by faith. He doesn't answer the prayer of everyone, that's, you know, a good book on that is um, R.A. Torrey's book, uh, Power of Prayer. He doesn't answer everyone's prayer, the, the, those of us you know, if we're not living by faith, if we're not trusting him, if we're not honoring him with our lives, or we're walking in sin, yeah, he doesn't have to listen to us if we're acting that way. But if, if we're walking by faith, then he does. By the way, I'm so thankful he overlooks my imperfections and my faults. So uh, that happened. I, I gave testimony at her uh, dinner, uh, one of those. Um, I, I was struck a little bit in my mind because we had the air conditioning didn't work, the one outside the building over here. And I was down at Ace Hardware. The um, uh, Rianda Air couldn't make it that day. They were booked. I'm down at Ace Hardware. I'm going to try to see if maybe I slap in some new fuses out here. Might that possibly be it? It's just grasping straws. They're not that hard to replace. Let me try it, except 
I couldn't uh, I couldn't match what they had down there with the fuse there. So um, I'm I'm down at Ace Hardware, and, and no one in there can really tell me um, if the fuses they had would match the ones here or not. So I just give Rianda Eric a call just to see if they can tell me themselves. Can you tell me what it is? Turns out that they got done with their job early over in Monterey, and so. Um, they were, they were, first they were trying to see if they could track the boss down. They didn't think they were going to be able to. Then they tracked him down to see if he could answer the question. Turns out no, he can come over in 15 minutes. I was a little rebuked in my heart about that because I thought to myself, I never prayed and asked him if he could work out anything for them to be able to fix it today. So I was down there in my own strength, see if I could do something about it. Um, but I thought of verses, you know, the Lord says you have not because you ask not. Uh, but then he also uh, tells us above that you ask or think um, so he was very kind that day to give me above what I had asked which I hadn't asked I mean I, I'm trusting him that he's going to provide and help us get through and hopefully the auditorium not be too hot, too hot for her retirement dinner and yet he did above what I hadn't really asked him to do and hadn't even thought about so that was that was encouraging but that was fun to have the Lord uh answer a prayer that I hadn't even prayed. Um, so. Hey, our musicians have been relatively quiet. Cheryl, what's your favorite? Let's, oh, go ahead. Uh, we need a microphone up here, please. Okay. Thank you. Yes, I enjoyed that retirement dinner totally. Um, if most of you don't know my background, so I just praise the Lord that I have come this far by faith. Um, I did not come from a Christian family, and they would rather have seen me buy a bar and run a bar like my brother did. But he said, nope. The Lord says, nope. I have something better for you. So at the age of 16, he did send a couple to the church I went to once in a while. Uh, told me about the Lord, and I got saved at that point. And uh, it's, you know, it wasn't easy. My parents thought I was crazy, and um, there was a lot of different things. But I'm glad he would put me into Christian education. It's been a real blessing to be here, uh, Rick. Thank you for everything. Uh, he did a marvelous job. I was totally surprised at the dinner he, you know, put together. It was it was wonderful, and I thank everybody who did manage to come. So, the Lord bless you in the school, and may it continue to do marvelously, and it will, because the Lord's hand is in it, and it always makes me reminds reminds me of the song how great thou art and that's what i'd like us to sing number 28 verses 1 and 4 Stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy power through 
teachers to come to Hollister, uh, California in general, uh, partly because of the economics. It's, it's very costly to live in this area. And uh, thankfully, Kate Butler has decided to come home and she's signed on as a teacher this year. Thank you, Kate, in case you didn't know that. You must have a favorite or two or three. Six one six six sixteen. I'll get there. I'll get there. I got 615 and 617. There we go. Dwelling in Beulah Land. Far away a noise of strife upon my ear is falling. Then I know the sins of earth beset on every And fear and things of earth in vain to me are calling. None of these shall move me from your land. I'm living on the mountain underneath the cloudless sky. Oh, yes, I'm feasting on the land of from a mountain falls upon 
is starting to give out, so somebody better come up with a testimony here. Give me a break. Any others? Have a hand up? Don? Oh, Josiah, who had their hand up first? I didn't see. For his direction, his leading in my life, thankful to still be here in Hollister. I didn't know if that would be the case. I didn't know back in July and August of last year if I was going to continue. I didn't know a couple months ago if I was going to continue, but I'm thankful to still be here. Thankful that the Lord has opened up opportunity in the school to teach Bible. Just thankful for the Lord's clear direction. And I'm thankful for the Lord's direction in other parts of my life as well. Let's just say I have an unspoken praise. And I've got a song, number 353, I think. It's Victory in Jesus, whatever the number is. Yes, 353. 353. If you like, go ahead and stand, stretch your legs a little bit. Victory in Jesus.
be seated. Don. So I just have a few verses here that I want to share. Um, perhaps tie them into to my life and what the Lord is doing in my life. Um, let's see. Uh, praise God who satisfies. He says, God, you are my God. I eagerly seek you. I thirst for you. My body faints for you in a land that is dry, desolate, without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary to see your strength and your glory. My lips will glorify you because of your faith. Your faithful love is better than life. And then uh, it says, Rest in, the, in God alone, my soul, for my hope comes from Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my stronghold. I will not be shaken. My salvation and glory depend on God, my strong rock. My refuge is in God. Trust in Him at all times, you people. Pour out your heart before Him. God is our refuge. And then... Spurgeon, this is a Spurgeon study Bible, and he says it's not a bad thing to, to d depend upon the bare arm of the Lord alone. Uh, it, it's scary, like Rick is saying, but there's no other way to do it, and it's the best thing to do. And uh, you have a great advocate if you are uh, resting upon his, his bare arm. Um, and then one more verse in De Deuteronomy, I think. I always have a hard time saying that word. It says, When the Lord your God drives them out before you, do not say to yourself, The Lord brought me in to take possession of this land because of my righteousness. Instead, the Lord will drive out these nations before you because of their wickedness. You are not going to take possession of their land because of your righteousness or your integrity. Instead, the Lord your God will drive out these nations before you because of their wickedness in order to fulfill the promises he swore to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and, and Jacob. Understand that the Lord your God is not giving you this good land. It says, understand that the Lord your God is not giving you this good land to possess because of your righteousness. For you are a stiff-necked people. And that's, and that's, I think, that's for all of us. I think a lot of times we're, we're stiff-necked, we're self-righteous. We stand uh, in judgment of one another. We don't, we put labels on one another and we don't allow people to change or shift or um, become better because we've put a label on them and that's who they are and I will I will I will I will go after them because I put a label on them now um, we I think we do that to each other in the church and we shouldn't so because we 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 serve a God who is like Pastor Snow said this morning um, that Christ when he walked the earth he called down Zacchaeus from the tree he, you know, he, 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 you know, lifted up a prostitute while before they were going to stone him. He uh, called people like Peter, who were all over the place, uh, who denied him three times. And, you know, Peter wasn't called the denier uh, throughout the rest of the Old Testament. 
he was allowed a place to change. So I'm just saying that we all need to give each other a break sometimes and, and, uh, and, and allow the, the Lord's mercy to, to grace not just to be for us, but also toward out toward one another. That's all. All right. Last chance. Favorite hymn, Pastor. One thirty nine. Leaning, leaning. <clears throat> have something on the tip of your tongue you want to say, we don't want to leave you out. Hey, need a microphone up here. You can go next, Travis. Um, first of all, I um, come from South Vietnam, and the words, you know, happen exactly like today, during which, you know, Russian and by then, Russian and China involved with Vietnam War, and they come and get me from south out of the country. So, but I praise the, the God, you know, get me here, and I have a freedom, and I learn a lot of things. And lately, you know, thanks to Pastor and Josiah helping me about, you know, learning about Bible, and, and the first thing, you know, when I come here, I pray God, and because I came from um, not for the Christian family, and I pray God, and I say that I want to meet, you know, somebody in the Christian. So, and I met my husband, and he, you know, the Christian very, you know, strong believer. And I come here and I thank, you know, Pastor um, and, you know, Josiah helping me to learn about Bible. And amazing, lately, you know, it's happened to my, you know, child, my children. And my daughters, um, she, you know, just a new believer and 
she got married with you know unbeliever. So in the last few months, and she really get sick because she work over you know work she work every day like sixteen hour, and beside that the husband you know lost job, and he didn't you know I think he depressed and he didn't do in want anything inside the family and help her. So she have to take care, you know, one child, you know, three years t from that time. And now she, the, the, my granddaughters are uh, just turned five. That means in the last two years, she worked really hard and the husband do nothing. And lately, and she said, Mom, I can't handle this. And I think I divorced because he don't believe in God, and at the same time, he didn't want to involve to do anything. And besides, she sick. She really sick, and she asked, you know, the boss. You know, she worked for Cisco in the last five years, and Cisco didn't, you know, uh, promotion her at all, and she just take off, and she moved to Palo Alto, you know, Foundation Network. And she worked there just only three months. That means she don't totally, you know, got all the benefit from them. And suddenly she's sick, and she have, you know, gun bladder need to remove. And suddenly, you know, her hair fall down, drop down, you know, on floor and everything. And she could not sleep, and she hurt so bad. And she asked, you know, the boss that, that she want to take off, you know, about a week because she worked too much. And of course the boss said that, no, I need you because you the new and I need you. So she said that I need to take break and, and I can come back to work. And otherwise, you know, I can't handle this. And the boss said that, no, keep on saying no. So she upset and she quit without, you know, nothing benefit from that. And she have to go to the hospital with, with you know, her money to, to, to pay. And then she totally get no job after, you know, she stayed two months for, to make the, the, the goon heal. And the same time, the, the husband no job. And the family, you know, with one kid and have to, a lot of, you know, payment have to pay. So I pray God and I I almost crying with God every night. I say that, look at my child. You know, now, you know, they want to divorce. And after that, you know, the kid, you know, who take care because they, she need to go to, to school too. So I pray, I pray, you know, I say that, you know, now, you know, my son-in-law, you know, no job. And my daughter want to divorce and I don't want this to happen. And I pray God, I said, please, you know, with your glory, you know, give him job. And suddenly last Thursday, and they offer him job. And my daughter, you know, after she no job and she applied the other job and they called her, but she really want to go back to Cisco because Cisco, she haven't been there. She have a lot of benefits and everything there. So she said, Mom, even I have a new job, but I always want to go back 
with Cisco. And I pray God again, and I say that, you know, please, you know, with your glory, you know, please, you know, let you back. And she, and now Cisco called her back. It's how amazing about, you know, God's glory. And I really, you know, want to share with you that how we have, you know, glory God. And I love the Lord. I love the Lord. And that's, yeah, a pain. Master. Go ahead, Trav. Anybody else first? Okay. Well, sorry I panicked there for a second. I was worried that we were going to close out before I um, shared some final words about this uh, this Awana year. You know, it's really did a number on me, but I'm pretty sure I did a number on the kids too. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, no marks were left except for the. Um, the spiritual well-being of them. So, praise the Lord for that. I couldn't have done it without him. I'm sure we all couldn't have. And uh, for those of you who don't know my whole story about how I even acquired the job, it was first offered to me, being that the old Awana director was retiring and he selected me as one of his top candidates a year prior of me taking the position, actually. It was a whole year. The reason being was because I had other plans, and I'm like, I was a bit leery on just jumping at the opportunity because there were some th certain things I wanted to get out of the way first. I said, you know, it's something that I really want to do. I love kids. I think there's a great opportunity for me, but there's some things I want to take care of first. Can I take care of those first? And he says, okay. I'll be a wanted director one more year, and we could talk then. I says, okay, yeah, that'd be just great. And throughout the year, I was thinking, okay, I'm still not getting anywhere. He's going to come to me. I know it. And surely enough, it happens. He's retiring. It's now or never. And I'm like, okay, one more week. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, okay, we'll wait for your response in a week. So two weeks past and I was just praying, 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 thinking, all right, Lord, your call. What would you have me do? So I was in scripture. I was in a very deep meditative state and I was like, okay, Lord, this will be for you then. From here on out, I am placing every bit of will in your hands and not my own. So I'll take the job. I went to Jeff, I went to Pastor, said, okay, I've at it. Where do we start? So they laid down the basics. Here's what you're going to do. And we fired off through orientation one, two weeks into it. I'm like, oh, okay, how am I going to do this? But surely enough, you know, halfway through the year, I'm thinking, you know what? I think I can get the hang of this. I mean, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> so... And obviously, the kids seem happy. They seem enthusiastic. But looking back, if I would have changed anything, you know, I probably thought, why didn't I take this job sooner? You know? But the Lord always has his timing, you know. And even through the year when I'm thinking, you know, have I done enough, Lord? Is there anything I could have done better? Because there's always something. 
But then I got to thinking just of all those circumstances in Scripture where Christ goes to the common individual. He doesn't care just about the number of people. He cares about the spiritual well-being of even the most fragile souls, the lepers, the poor, the unhealthy. You know, ironically, I was in a pyology yesterday, and if you guys haven't been in there, there's a wall full of quotes from all sorts of individuals, from all kinds of backgrounds. Jim Elliott, Helen Keller, Thomas Paine. There was a quote from an anonymous individual that said, if you can't help the whole world, just help one person. And where did that get the world today? It's got us farther than even the richest kings, even the most powerful emperors. I mean, they've brought down kingdoms, they've raised up kingdoms. But what has God done? He saved all of humanity. And it wasn't just because of the glory. I mean, we all give God the glory, but that's not what a true king seeks. A true king, a true lord, a true God serves. He serves. No exceptions. And if there's one thing I would like to strive to embed in the heart of the future generation of Christian leaders, it would be to abide by that principle. Christ came to earth to serve. And he said that there's no excuses, there's no exceptions. The last shall be first, and the first shall be last. The leader places the priorities on those who are the least. The least of these is who you should look to. Those who have the least advantage. So, with this being set forth, just think about those around you who are so disadvantaged, who don't have the Word of God at their disposal. They don't have a smartphone. They don't have a uh, little Psalm, Proverb, New Testament Bible they can look to and find out the truth from God's Word. What does the world have? They have us. So go ye into all the world and teach the gospel to every living creature. Be a stranger to the world. Because God, was he a stranger? To the world he was. But in kingdom of heaven, he will be known to all the nations. So, in these regards, how about number 432? 432? Is that what you said? 432. Make me a stranger on earth, dear Savior. Fitting song. Lord, lead me 